Hello and welcome to the Missing Peas podcast. This is a place where we discuss making peace with our mind, body and soul, usually over a cup of tea. So I encourage you to pop your kettle on and join me with a brew. Thank you for listening. Hi everybody, welcome back to the Missing Peace. This is season four. How on earth did it get to season four? Wow, that's, um, yeah, that feels really cool actually <laughs> to be saying that this is season four. And yeah, I just, um, I felt ready to come back and true to form as I probably shared in either a podcast episode or if you're on my Substack email letter, which you can sign up to below, it's free. Um, I will probably have mentioned about the fact that I have no idea when I would be coming back to this um, in that I was just letting it flow and I could feel like the inspiration coming back and feeling ready to come back, the energy sort of building, being able to have or rather have um, just have the energy to go towards this and feeling that kind of creativity again because it is like a creative outlet for me really something that I feel very passionate about and sometimes you just need a bit of a rest to restore from even your passions don't you to kind of recenter and realign and so I woke up this morning thinking oh I really want to edit the episode which is next week's episode which is me sharing my kind of journey of the Cumbria way which I've just completed as of yesterday and yesterday being like the 15th of September <laughs> when you listen by the way and um then as I was doing that, I thought, well, if I'm putting that together, I might as well get my jingle together, which again, something I've shared before, I have a bit of a difficult relationship with jingles, podcast jingles, sometimes love them, sometimes hate them. Apparently this season, I love them. I just, it felt right to do this kind of one with a brew to essentially give that, I want to kind of give that um, feeling and that intention of this listening to the podcast for, um, and for me actually recording it it's a moment of self-care and it's a moment of you know just having a brew and having that time to yourself so I wanted to kind of convey that within the jingle and also to warn you all that of course if you're new to listening you might be thinking why does she randomly pause or like I didn't know I was going to expect to hear her slurping away on a tea but you know it's a forewarning kind of so yeah I hope you like the feel of it would love to know what you think so do let me know below um I say below, that's if you're on Substack, there's a way that you can leave a comment. So again, you can sign up to that below and it's where I share more kind of long form written content, usually just like um content, sorry, which is a monthly newsletter. Um, and so the intention for this season, hmm. so again, I just sort of woke up this morning and went for it, but this season again is really a case of wanting to just share what is present for me in the moment through the individual episodes, but there wasn't many guest episodes last season, whereas this season I intend to have some. So it's going to be a bit more of a mixture like the first few seasons. And ideally, you know, I don't know how it's necessarily going to work because I haven't done any of them yet, but I want it to be a bit more kind of conversational. Again, encompassing that idea of having a brew with a friend. So wanting to kind of get that vibe a little bit by having some people in the show that I, I know and just kind of talking with them. But there will also be people on the show who are maybe sharing something particular about their story again. So yeah, it's um, something that is still kind of fluid and in the making, but hopefully you enjoy it. Again, do let me know what you think of any episode. You're always welcome to reach out to me. 
Um, and so this episode is actually something that I shared about three or so weeks ago on my Substack. And yeah, I was, it's like a little podcast episode. So I'm introing it because I wanted to obviously intro the season and at the same time intro the episode because I think I kind of just launch into it really. And it was specifically for my Substack letter audience at the time wanting to kind of, um, share this with them and then it felt right to share it more on the kind of um, wider public podcast so that's why I'm introing it and really it's all about change and I've had a year that's been very changeable lots of change but I really do believe that we can thrive through change rather than just feel like we have to survive or you know kind of like white knuckle our way through it I do think that we can actually enjoy our lives through it as well so I'm kind of talking about that again, just from my experience. So take what sits well with you, what resonates with you and and leave the rest. But hopefully there's something in this episode that feels right for you. So yeah, if you would like to support the episode, please do share it with family and friends. Do comment, let me know what you think. It's really good to have an idea of what people want um, and what they like. And then I know I can provide a little bit more of that. So that'd be great to have your guidance on that. And you can also rate on Spotify or even review on Apple, which are both amazing ways to grow the podcast. Now, I am coming off Instagram, uh, which will probably have happened when this is released. And that's been a big decision to come off Instagram. And that's been the main place that I've publicized outside of Substack or obviously just you seeing us on different platforms. So that's been a big personal decision. And so really having your support to share in these other ways is really big. So thank you very much for doing so, for having done so, for doing so in the future. Thank you. And of course, if you feel like you would like to give any kind of donation to support my work, um, you can do so by buying me a tea in the link below. It's like buy me a coffee, which you might have heard of, but I've changed it to tea because I don't drink coffee. I love tea, which is probably very evident from everything I've talked about in the last about six minutes. So yeah, enjoy this episode. And again, like I said, please do just reach out and uh, let me know what you think. Hello, everybody. I wanted to share a little bit of something today, something that um, has really been on my mind a lot. And, you know, I'm aware that I haven't released an email letter for a few months now. So I do apologize for that. I did originally just plan on taking a podcast break, but actually just a whole kind of um, a break just because I didn't have the energy really to focus on more of this kind of sharing this uh, creative side here. So, yeah, I know I didn't announce I was going to stop doing them for a little bit, but uh, yeah, that came I guess, just organically really with everything. So thank you for your grace with that. But I wanted to share something today and I thought about an email letter, but I just felt like, as is always my default, I guess, especially when energy is a bit lower, um, but also just my preferred way of sharing. And that is to record something. And what I've, what's been on my mind and what I really want to talk about is how I believe we can thrive through change. Because, you know, quite often we talk about just surviving, just surviving the difficult times, surviving the transitions. But I've been through a big year of change. 
And, you know, as a collective, we've been through a heck of a lot of change over these past couple of years with the pandemic and everything, the kind of ripple effect of that. And, you know, I just feel like this year from the big changes that I've been through and the ripple effects of them, um, they have, of course, been intense, but there have been ways in which I believe that I've thrived through. I just feel like I have. And I wanted to share what I think they are and what has supported me through it. Um, and just, yeah, I guess share it's my own perspective, of course, you know, take what sounds, you know, good to you or resonates with you and leave the rest. Or, you know, if there's anything you want to explore, explore it and so on. And of course, if you have any questions or want to reach out or say anything, please just do so. But yeah, thriving through change. So this year, as many of you will know, um, there has been a lot of change in my life. I actually took a new job in February, went through a big breakup in March, moved back into my parents, got my first house, like, as in a oh, homeowner, I'm a homeowner. <laughs> and um, that's the first time in my life, the grand old age of 34. And mm, I'm living alone again. And I started another new job. I started that last month in July. And, you know, of course, like I said, there's the ripple effects of all of the big things, the, the job changes, the house, the relationship um, that you get confronted with through change. But ultimately, there have, of course, been a whole variety of emotions. There's a, a lot of difficult ones there. But do you hear that? It's Bomber having a big sigh. He's uh, joined me, overseeing me in the podcast. I'll post a picture below so you can see what I am seeing right now as well of him just watching me as I record. Bless him. Although he's settled now. But yeah, that was a, a cute little picture. And um, yeah, I felt essentially a sense of um, peace, a sense of just joy and excitement Um and really just knowing that there is so much to learn from this, from these changes and how I can grow from them. Because, well, that's the first thing I want to talk about. The first kind of, um, I guess, quality that I've, I have, I guess, uh, by and large. And I think you can really cultivate um, as you're going through anything difficult. And that is trust, trust and faith, really. And I don't even just mean in a kind of spiritual sense, you know, um, that's very deeply personal to everybody, but it's a kind of trust in myself, you know, a trust that I can get through this and a trust that I am going through this for a reason and that I can learn from it. I'm, I guess I just ultimately have this belief that I'm just not going to let myself wither away through all this. It's more that I know that this is an opening you know, they say, um, what is it? If, if there's a crack, that's where the light gets in kind of thing. It's like that. It's these things that crack you open, but it's, um, it's like you're coming out of your cocoon into a new life. And that's how, uh, that's how I view it. And of course I have my beliefs on, um, the spiritual kind of beliefs, really, uh, trusting that everything happens for a reason, trusting that this is for my highest good and, trusting that I'm supported right now. And this is something that is going to, yeah, expand me essentially. And so there is, that's, that's probably one of the biggest things really is having that trust and faith in not only myself, but in, 
in life as a whole. Um, also, this kind of getting to the kind of core of that really is just thinking, do you know what? Underneath, underneath my mind, underneath my thoughts, underneath my, you know, everything that goes on in your brain day in, day out, there's something else there. And I know that there is. And I trust in that part of me to guide me. So that's something that I I work on. I work with, should I say, or I believe in, I guess. And perhaps it is more of a belief, but, you know, that has really held me through all this. So I think that can obviously be affected by perhaps opinion of yourself or experiences that you've been through or things that people have said to you, regardless, uh, you know, regarding um, in terms of whether you're strong enough to get through these kind of things. But, you know, it's again, I guess, like everything, becoming aware of where your trust is with it all. And is there, is there a belief there? Is there something to work on? Giving yourself space to come to, to trust really. But what I was actually going to lead with, and all parts of me now want to delete this six and a half minutes and say, this is where I was going to start with. But the biggest, I guess, the, the thing that you could say all of these things come under, such as the trust and other things I'm going to talk about, is all about being present. Because, you know, if you think about life in general, and then of course you add any form of big change into it, through our life, through change, we are often thinking about the past. We're thinking about our day, processing our day, thinking about what we said, what someone else said, um, how something went, wishing we changed something, you know, wish that it didn't happen like that or wishing we said something different. You know, we're reflecting and we're processing a lot of what went on in our past. And then we also spend a heck of a lot of time in our future a future in terms of just generally planning our day, like if we've got a to-do list to do or whatever, how um, how am I fitting that into my day? How does my day look? How do I, you know, uh, get to work, but also make sure I go and post this thing or walk my dog or take the kids to school or get to the dentist appointment, whatever it is. We're, we're planning ahead. Um, but we're also wider than just the day. We're planning our life ahead. We're thinking, right, okay, on a time scale of, of my life where do I want to be at this age or I want this to turn out in a certain way and we imagine things flowing in a particular way and both reflecting on the past thinking about the past and also you know planning towards the future are both they both have their merits they both have their um their part to play but essentially they're not real they're not, are they? You know, think about it. They're not happening right now. You know, they're all in our minds. There's That's nothing we have control over. We really don't. But we have control over the present and we can be here in the present because that is literally life. Life is right now. You listening to my words in this podcast, that's your life right now, you know? Um, oh, who are you guys? <laughs> I'm joking. I, I love myself, really. <laughs> I like that you listen. There's no, no fear there, imposter syndrome. But yeah, there is. But um, yeah, ultimately what I'm saying is, is that presence is what has really supported me through change and supports me through life in general to come back to this moment. And it works in terms of, you know, focusing on that essential, that mindfulness and being right here, right now down to the exercises of practicing, perhaps going through what you can hear right now, what you can sense and, you know, what can you smell? What can you taste? What can you see? You know, there is that type of present and all them practices really help you become present 
in the moment and help calm the nervous system and, and so on and so forth. But the other reason that I think presence is so important is, well, because that's where we're living our life. This is ultimately the only non-illusion, I guess, in our life is right now. But it's also where we can take control. Now, let me just, you know, explain what I see control as, perceive control as. I know I've said before, you know, we've got no control and we don't have any control of our the external things in our life. We don't. We have, we cannot control them, can we? You know, certain things may happen in a certain pattern on a regular basis, but we can't control when they're going to change, you know. We can't control any of that, really. But what we can control is our thoughts and our behaviours. And that's right here, right now. They may be formed on things that have happened in the past or ideas we have in the future, but we can control take control right now, which, you know, like I said, I would say presence is kind of this, the the overall theme here, but underneath that as well, as I'm talking about this idea of control, the other big thing that I found really important in thriving through change is taking personal responsibility for my life. And again, it's not, it's not control in the sense of controlling what happens in my life. It's all about knowing that I have control of myself right here, right now. And that, you know, it isn't easy again where we are, we're made up of a human part, that real kind of like, hmm, that part which is the kind of biological being on this earth. We are made up of, or our personality we believe is made up of the experiences that we've been through. Perhaps trauma that we've been through. You know, there's a lot of things, people, things that people have told us about who we are and what we are. All of that creates the idea of who we think we are and can have an influence on how we do um, the thoughts we have and the behaviors we have. So again, coming back to awareness, but coming back, coming back to what actually all of that is for you is really, really key um, in order to get to a place of, of being able to take personal responsibility for your life, essentially. And you know, I think there are some really important things to say here, which um, also goes back to a little bit of presence as well that I want to talk about, the theme that, that goes through everything. And taking personal responsibility doesn't mean that feelings will come up that are difficult or kind of feel contrasting to taking that responsibility, such as um, there are times when we go through something really difficult. So you might go through some big change and it's really hard to accept. So we we blame something or someone else or something just, you know, oh, well, that happened. That happened to me. That happened to me and I can't control it. But in a way, if I can't control it, and I'm not going to take personal responsibility, is not going to serve us. We get stuck in the blame. But it is a natural emotion that can come through, particularly when we go through something stressful. Blame, we, we don't we don't want to think that's happened. We resist it happening. So we might blame something else or someone else. But personal responsibility really is about being present too and being present with what are my thoughts right now and how are they affecting my actions? How can I just take that responsibility and know that I have control over my life without controlling my life? You know, it's, I guess it's two different, different definitions of control. So I think that's massive. 
take personal responsibility. And that involves, particularly through change, that involves reflecting over perhaps how you've got to where you are now, because you are also a part to play in that. Why are you here? And is it not where you want to be? Is it where you want to be? You know, getting really clear on all that, reflecting on the actions that you have taken previously, the thoughts you've had previously, whatever it is that has brought you to here now is really, really important because if we can reflect on that, we can take personal responsibility for things that we've done, then we can learn from them and we can move forward. And it's not to berate ourselves for what we did or didn't do. It's about owning it and going, okay, now I have all of that awareness. How can I move forward and be responsible for the things that are in my life? You know, and a lot of the time, I think ultimately we're, we're looking for some sort of control over life, but we try with the external, we try with all of that. And then we get really stressed out when things don't go to plan because we can't control that, but we can come to a certain extent controlling our thoughts and our, and our actions. Um, like I said, that takes work. I can take a lot of work. That's why I say to a certain extent, because that will be very individual based on what we've been through. But yeah, massive, massive in change. How do I reflect on what I've been going through? How do I take responsibility for what comes next, for where I want to go, which is all in the present with the personal responsibility, <laughs> but, you know, seeing the merit of the past and the future there. And the other big thing, again, a kind of branching off or a part of a theme of presence and being able to thrive through change is acceptance. And acceptance can be very difficult, but again, it's you can see all these things feeding together, can't you? You know, there's trust, there's personal responsibility, there's presence. There is this acceptance of where we're at right now in our lives. I'm just going to have a sip of meal tea. So yeah, acceptance is a massive part of presence, a part of uh, mindfulness, really. And it's difficult because going back to the idea that big things happen to us and that are really scary or stressful, we, you know, we resist them because they don't feel good. That's not how we expected our life to go when we were trying to control the external things. Things aren't going the way that we wanted them to go. But it's being able to accept that and accept that this is where we're at right now in our lives. And that's part of personal responsibility and that's part of that control. Um, and yeah, like I said, it's not easy. And there've been times through, through this year where, um, I felt resistance and quite often I, you know, by, by and large, well, I do have the belief that, um, this is all about accepting and trusting and uh, being present, but there are times when it's hard, um, emotions are difficult, but it's what's actually really helped me through them is having a simple affirmation such as I accept this present moment. I accept my life right now. And on just a bit of a side tangent, what that actually led to is again, coming more into this personal, personal responsibility and this control and an affirmation that's been really powerful for me, or I guess a belief that's been really powerful for me is to know that I have chosen right here, right now. And I choose right here, right now. I choose this present moment. And what I mean by that you know, of course I can sit here and say, yeah, it's, um, I trust that my higher self, um, you know, the, the universe has, um, chosen this for me, but it's not just about that. 
It's about choosing that I am going to sit here with what's coming up for me, with what's happened in my life, and I'm choosing to go through it in this particular way. I am, you know, it's not a case of sitting here going, oh, I didn't choose to be single right now. You know, you could take that approach. But actually, I choose to be here and be single right now. That came through strongly for me because in the beginning I felt quite a bit of resistance towards being single again and it wasn't that I wanted to go back to the relationship, it was just a resistance to being to being single. And then I thought and, you know, I've, you know, reflected on it a lot and really become aware of what's going on in my mind and ultimately that's when the kind of idea of choice came in. I'm choosing to be here. I'm always choosing to be here. So where is my here and is this here where I want to be. That was a bit of a confusing mouthful. hope that makes sense. (laughs) But that was a bit of a side tangent. So yeah, acceptance, because when we're resisting things, we're stuck in the past or, you know, we've changed, we we want to, um, we want to go back to the past. We wish something hadn't happened. We wish we'd done something differently. We wish we could go back to the way things were. And we can't. As blunt as it is, we cannot go back. And you hear it so often, people saying, I wish I could go back to the way I was, or I've done that before, so why can't I do it again? You're a different, you're in a different part of your life right now. You have had other things happen since whoever it was that you thought you were that has affected where you are now. So taking that personal responsibility for it again and being here, sitting here with it all, even if it's really difficult. And again, with the change, we just want to get away from the moment of change when everything, you know, we're just not sure how the pieces are going to land. They've been thrown up in the air and we're like, what the actual fuck? Where? What do I do? Being really present in that moment. Okay. I feel confused. I feel grief. I feel sadness. I feel unstable. I feel unsettled. But I also feel excited and I feel free and you know all of these things they may coexist or they may feel um, like they come on very strongly in highs and lows whatever it is but you know let's let's accept it all because the more we resist and we stay in the past or we you know resist the fact that our future isn't going to be what we want it to be or we try and go back to our past so that the future will be what what we thought it would be in the past kind of thing. Do you know if that makes sense? So for example, I think a lot of the time in breakups, um, we're mourning the loss of a life that we thought we were going to have. You know, when you're with somebody and you're planning your future, we're mourning that that loss of what we thought we were going to have. And you know, it's about accepting that. It's it's going, do you know what? I'm accepting the fact and I'm choosing the fact that I have grief right now and I'm going to allow that to be here. I'm going to accept it for being here um, in order to feel it all and be present and move forward. Because ultimately what I'm talking about when I'm, or what I want to talk about with thriving through change and why I think that's important is because we often spend so long just wishing this part away. You know, when people say, oh, you know, when it gets to New Year, we say that was a bad year. Let's just write that one off. But you, that was a year of your life. And the more we just focus on either being in the past or the present, sorry, past or the future, we're not in the present, which is the only thing that exists. So what, what can you accept right now? What can you allow right now? What can you choose right now? What can you be present with right now? 
What can you trust right now? Where do you take personal responsibility for your life and live it here? And that's why I think it's so important to thrive through change and not just wish it away. Because like I said, presence is, is all that there is. And if we're going through change, then that's our present. So let's be here with it. And it's not easy. Like I said, it isn't always easy. Change shakes our, it shakes our, um, our view of what we think our life is. And it also kind of, um, what was going to say there, it sort of shakes this idea, not shakes this idea, it unsettles our nervous system because we're going into something that's unknown, which is unsafe for us. And our, our, our body, our nervous system doesn't like that. So that's very normal. So that's actually just on another sort of side note in terms of being able to become, um, to release resistance. And in my process of accepting, I focus quite a lot on somatic work and being in my body and, um, as simple as kind of going, do you know what? Let's have a scan of my body. Where is tension in my body? Where am I resisting? And for me, I know, and this is something that um, I've had for a lot of my life, but I've only really become aware and noticed the the, tr the trigger, the thoughts that are triggering this tension. But I have a lot of tension in my jaw when I'm resisting something. And quite often that's just resisting um, a more challenging emotion coming in. Um, and when I resist it, I just get more and more, more tense and more tight. And then I'm not allowing that I'm not present, then I'm getting into stress mode. And so I do sometimes when you just don't, you know, God knows, you might not always have any idea of the answer going forward with change. But what you can do is you can sit there with the resistance in your body and let it relax and release. So it's a simple body scan meditation, releasing the tension in particular areas, you'll begin to find where you hold your tension. Um, and they say in somatics, if you are holding your awareness um, in one area of your body for sort of 60 to 90 seconds, that's what it needs to release. And it's as though the idea of the um, emotion has been held in the body. Now, I don't know if you've ever tried it, but actually holding your attention on a particular area of your body for a minute to a minute and a half is actually really quite hard. <laughs> but yeah, that's been massive as well particularly when everything feels a bit overwhelming and um, your brain is trying to work out where all these pieces are going to land and what you do going forward. And you're like, I just have no idea. Just lying there with my body and letting my body just tell me what it needs to tell me, whatever emotions are coming up and just letting them flow, you know, just letting them go. And that's been a big part of it as well as that allowance, which is really, again, it's presence, it's acceptance. It's allowing whatever is to happen right here, right now. And this is particularly in terms of emotions that come up, because when we have gone through big parts of change, change involves, um, well, you could talk about it losing, but I like to see it more in terms of an energy of something moving from one thing to another. Um, I don't think we necessarily lose things. That's just kind of an opinion. And I talk about it in a podcast. Um, you'll see it's not that far ago. It is more in time. It's a couple of months ago, but maybe like, I don't know, five episodes back from now or something like that. Do we ever really lose anything? And it's just in a kind of different belief that I have that we, we don't really lose things, but the energy shifts within us on outside of us as well. But it doesn't go in, it doesn't get lost. It just shifts in something else and it's becoming aware of what that energy is shifting into and where it wants to go, where it has gone. And... Um, yeah, emotions are really important to allow um, 
even if they don't feel like, you know, if they feel inconvenient or they feel a bit like, what the hell are you coming up for when you think you process something? Because, you know, they're non-linear, especially with um, the idea of, uh, like I said, loss or the change in energy. There's grief involved in that. And grief is very much a, a non-linear journey and emotions can come up that are triggered years down the line, you know? Um, well, you probably do know, you probably had that experience before. And then we think, what the hell? I thought I'd, I thought I'd got through that. I thought I'd processed that, but you know, it's, um, things can trigger us and can trigger that, uh, emotion, that grief again. Um, so it's really, really important to allow what is here right now, um, and trust it, you know, be present with it, take personal responsibility for it, you know, just doing that cheesy thing of trying to tie everything together, <laughs> but it's massively important. And there've been times when, I am. I have this overall, I guess an overall state of mind, I would say that's very positive. That's feeling so excited about all of this change in my life and can really see that it's, um, yeah, it's opening me up to a whole new level, I guess, so to speak. And that doesn't then mean that really difficult emotions come up. And then I guess I have a bit of a worry of telling people about them because I think people then sometimes think that, oh, if you feel, you know, sad one day, for example, then they think, oh my God, you're, you're sad overall in life kind of thing. And it's not the case. I think you can cultivate this, this state of mind, this general vibration, perhaps. There's another way to maybe see it. That's, that's you know, how you feel in general. And then like the sky, but then the weather comes in and that's different every day, hour to hour, minute to minute, second to second. But you still have this overall state that is the sky, that is a beautiful, bright, clear blue sky, but things come in and change that. And that's okay. So that's kind of also how I see it. And that's something to really, perhaps the visual that could be useful when it comes to this whole idea of thriving through change. Because yeah, you are there's a state of mind you have, but you will have very difficult things, but it doesn't mean you are only that thing. Like I am only sad. So now I'm only, only sad about these big things that have happened or I'm only f joyful and forward thinking. So when some, an opposing emotion comes to that, so you're in that sadness and joy comes in, or if you're in that joy and sadness comes in, we're not resisting that. And we're not kind of, um, then thinking, oh gosh, right. Well, what do I actually think? Am I joyful or am I sad? Maybe I'm all these different things at once. And that's beautiful because that's the human experience. So yeah, essentially, I believe we can thrive through change. And I think it is about cultivating these particular qualities. And that takes time and it takes work. But like I said, the overall theme really is presence, which then leads into acceptance, allowance and so on. Um, and really, you know, just knowing that you still are living through change, you're still living in change, not trying to skip it. It's still happening right now. And that also that change is just a big part of life. We have no control over all those external circumstances, but we do have control of how we react to uh, our situation, how the thoughts that we cultivate. Again, takes work, but it's something that I've worked on. The reason I've kind of got to this place, maybe there's a bit of an, an, an innateness to it, but at the same time, it's been probably about four years of really focusing on you know, cultivating this change in mindset, working towards mindfulness and, and presence and all of this coming together. And it's taken a lot of reading and a lot of work and a lot of books, a heck of a lot of journaling, a heck of a lot of just kind of sitting in reflection, a heck of a lot of meditation. Yeah, there's a lot to it, but 
you can get there and you can still really enjoy and thrive through change. So yeah, I hope you enjoyed this everybody. I uh, love to know what you think. Not sure when the next thing will be yet. And I do plan on coming back, um, you know, back to the podcast and back to the email letter at some point as well and in a consistent manner. Um, and I'm getting there, which is why I guess I'm releasing this, but I'm not quite there yet. So I will let you all know. Well, you'll know when that happens anyways, because it will come out. <laughs> so I hope this has found you well. And yeah, please do reach out um, with any thoughts or feelings in this particular, or regarding this particular podcast or anything. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. Thanks for listening. Bye. Just before you go, I wanted to say another big thank you for listening. And if you would be able to support the podcast, I would really ask this favor of being able to share the episode or the podcast or to rate on Spotify or even review on Apple, as these are great ways to get my podcast out there to more people. I'm not on social media anymore sharing my podcast. So your support is really, really vital. Thank you so, so much. And there are other links below if you want to explore my Substack letter or even to buy me a tea. Thank you, everyone. Bye.